Hi, my name is Dan Hogue, and I love music. In fact, you could say that music is my radar. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Music Is My Radar, a podcast for music lovers near and far. Here we are in day 25 of the 30-day song challenge. Seven more of these to go. I know it's April, but I'm going to do the bonus 31-day episode because I can. Well, today's prompt is a little bit of a downer. A song you like by an artist no longer living. Well, considering a lot of my music is from people back in the day, there's a very good percentage of them that have passed on already. It might come as a surprise, but I didn't have trouble narrowing down the artists I wanted to talk about today. Yes, I'm highlighting the late, great Tom Petty. The song I chose isn't my all-time favorite of his. Probably top 10, not quite top 5. But here's his 1985 single, Don't Come Around Here No More. Tom Petty, the pride of Gainesville, Florida, the Mad Hatter, Charlie Wilbury Jr., and then Muddy Wilbury. This guy was the model of consistency for a lot of his career, starting in 1976 when he had his first album with his group, The Heartbreakers. His first 10 albums, whether solo or most of them with The Heartbreakers, was always guaranteed to yield at least one top 20 single oftentimes more than that. His career started in 1976, and even though it didn't have immediate success, he still was an important figure in American rock. He was on the scene the same time as the punk movement. While I don't think he set out with the goal of bringing rock and roll back after all those excesses of the 70s with glam rock and prog rock, I think he found his audience with just that kind of people. An oddity is... He was bigger in Britain for a while, the first two years of his career, but then belatedly got more stateside success starting in 78 and 79. His was a distinctive voice for sure. It can alternate between nasal gentleness and his guttural yells. Oh, oh, oh! That's my favorite pettyism to do. And the Heartbreakers themselves were just a solid group backing Tom Petty, highlighted by guitarist Mike Campbell and some really cool keyboard piano flourishes by Ben Montench that I don't think gets a lot of notice, at least not as much as Campbell. These guys were so consistent, really. Their greatest hits album that came out in 93 and covered their first seven albums has been recognized as one of the greatest greatest hits compilations out there. It's got all the radio singles from their first nine albums, plus Mary Jane's Last Dance. That was the other song I did during my Rocky Oki section. Funny, I chose that and Loser. I'm a former choir boy, but I chose two songs that don't really involve singing. Was it something I drank? 
The song I picked, Don't Come Around Here No More, was one of two songs on the Greatest Hits compilation that differed the most from the other ones, the other song being You Got Lucky. Both of them have a bit more 80s feel to them than usual for Tom Petty. And while I really despise You Got Lucky, sorry, that's my hot take, that song sucks. The keyboard parts were lifted from better songs, and Tom Petty just sounds like an asshole. Which is not the Tom Petty I like to remember. He's too nice of a guy. Come on. I prefer Don't Come Around Here No More by a wide margin. That one came out three years after the other one in 1985. And it's a neo-psychedelic 80s classic, man. Just the story of how the song was written alone is so cool on rock and roll. That's one of two reasons I wanted to talk about this song more than my actual favorite. So the co-writer of this song, along with Tom Petty, was... The Eurythmic guy himself, David Stewart. So apparently sometime in the mid-80s, he was at a party with Stevie Nicks, and Stevie Nicks was in the height of her cocaine period and had just dumped Eagle Joe Walsh. So he woke up the next morning in Stevie Nicks' place and saw her trying on Victorian clothing, and he likened the experience to Alice in Wonderland, which we'll get back to later. Then later on that morning, Walsh came by for whatever reason, and Stewart overheard Stevie Nicks throw Joe Walsh out, uttering the phrase, Don't come around here no more. Oh, I love stories like these. Hopefully David wasn't making it up when he was talking to Howard Stern. Anyway, the song itself was not supposed to go to Tom Petty originally. He had actually originally written the song for Stevie Nicks, but then when she heard Tom Petty do a guide vocal or something, she decided that she couldn't do the song justice. That's another one of my favorite things, Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty being musical platonic besties. So yeah, I can easily hear Stevie Nicks singing this in my head, maybe in an entirely different key, one that's higher, more in her range. I can almost imagine fellow Eurythmic Annie Lennox singing this song too. Maybe not quite in the same arrangement, but she would totally fit the protagonist's point of view in this song. A strong woman telling off a lover, telling him don't come around here no more, dude. Anyway, while well, I guess it does stick out as a sore thumb in Tom Petty's catalog, I love the hell out of it anyways. He really relishes some of the words in this song, especially in the last verse. And when the song shifts from that mid-tempo, neo-psychedelic sitar thing for most of the song into a totally rockin' finale where the heartbreakers finally show up, it's just the coolest thing. And then Tom Petty sees it out with his traditional yelps. But enough about the song itself. Let's talk about that music video. Yep, that's the second reason I went with this song. That music video is one of my all-time favorites. It's a trip, man. So here's where the Alice in Wonderland thing comes back into play. The whole video is based on Alice, the character in this weird wonderland. And actually, the first character she meets, the guy playing the sitar, smoking a hookah, is Dave Stewart himself. Yeah, he's like Jeff Lynne without the long hair. As she encounters all these crazy Alice in Wonderland-like things like stuff shape-shifting or growing smaller and larger, Tom Petty is the central character, playing the Mad Hatter. That's why I've always called him the Mad Hatter. Plus, much like he kind of relishes parts of the song, he totally hams up playing the Mad Hatter. So many classic smirking expressions, just his demeanor the whole time. And the final two mishaps to the Alice character, first shrinking down into a teacup four years before Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, 
Thanks for the ripoff, Rick Moranis. And then the final scene, she comes to, and during that rocking coda, her body is taking on the form of a cake, and Tom Petty and his fellow heartbreakers eat up. I think I was probably 10 or 11 when I first saw that video, and that kind of stuff sticks with you. If you haven't seen the video, go find this on YouTube after this podcast. It's a trip and a half. There are quite a few honorable mentions in the Tom Petty catalog I could have talked about. My number one favorite Tom Petty song is actually The Waiting. It's just so quintessential. Matter of fact, it was going to be The Waiting until I remember Don't Come Around Here No More and the two factors that were just fun to talk about. On a personal note, I chose Tom Petty because during that stretch of 2016 and 2017, with all those music celebrity deaths, I was even more bummed out about Tom Petty's sudden passing than David Bowie's or Prince's. The reason for that is, it was very unlikely that I'd be able to see a David Bowie or a Prince show come around little old Boise, but Tom Petty did stop here on his tour in 2014, and I decided not to go, thinking, eh, he'll be back. But then he wasn't. Yeah, his death was a little bit of a wake-up call, so to speak, for me to not to pass up many opportunities to see a lot of the older generation artists if they're coming to town or to a town near me. And I think that's a big impetus of why I went and saw Paul McCartney about a year later in Austin, Texas, close to where my brother lives. Also why I saw The Who in Seattle in 2019, even though they're well, well into their 70s. Because Father Time keeps marching on, and he's coming for a lot of the people in the 60s and the 70s. So if they're still touring, don't wait till next time. Go out and see them. Go out and support them. And that'll about wrap things up for today's episode of Music Is My Radar. Join me tomorrow for day 26 of the 30-Day Song Challenge. As always, thank you very much for listening, and may you not encounter any Alice in Wonderland tomfoolery. Stay safe, my friends. Music Is My Radar is a podcast centered around music commentary and reviews. As such, all of the rights of the music samples provided in each episode remain property of their respective copyright holders.